check, check. Welcome, check. check. Welcome, welcome. Here we go. We're here. Um, Live. It's it's rainy today, and the 103rd floor is, you can't even see anything. <laughs> it's a little foggy out there today. Yeah. But happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. I have I need to get pinched, evidently, by both these guys because I didn't wear any green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> George has it on the lock it up. There we go. There we go. Well, hey, welcome to uh, this episode of The Car Jacks. And um, in the hot seat today, we have uh, a legend um, in the Indianapolis. Hey, go live over there. Go we're live. Gonna, we're going to kick it off live. Yeah, go live. Hey, we're going to go live on uh, TikTok. So Chris is going to update Facebook right now about us going live on TikTok. And um, we are now live. And we'll just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting booted. Yeah. So uh, so in the hot seat today, we have uh, an Indiana legend uh, been in the car business. I don't even know. He's going to tell us. George Landis is here. Hey, well, thanks for having me. Hey, the green room was absolutely awesome before the studio shot. <laughs> no, hey, what happens in the green room stays? I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> telling you. What do we call it when we were watching the games on Saturday? The lounge. <laughs> we'll be in the lounge. <laughs> At the dealership? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The dealership life. Dealership. Yeah. The dealership life. Oh, my gosh. Where you disappear uh, from the dealership. You had code words for those mm-hmm. things, you know. I guess back at Dan Young days, it was go to trucks. Oh, absolutely. Wasn't absolutely. that what it was? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah? Because, uh, you know, I would just say I was going to the body shop when I was at uh, a- Andy Moore on Allisonville. Going to the body shop, and then that would be it. Out. Gandhi. Welcome. And so what we're going to do is today is um, talk to George about his life in the car business. Um and we're going to talk about the old days is what I want to talk about, George. <laughs> okay. I really talk about the or- old days. A lot of these people, <laughs> most of these people are dead and gone. Uh, they are. Stores they are. are closed. God rest their souls. <laughs> Stores are closed. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, before, before you got into the car business, what were you doing? And then go into the car business. <laughs> uh, well, um what what happened in my in my uh, my career is um, I knew a gentleman that was uh, running a store and a good friend of the family's and he said hey um, we I think you'd be good and so I I actually started in the back end of the business back at in Lockhart Cadillac back in the early eighties. How old were you? Uh, early twenties. Okay, so what did you do before that? Um, I went I went to college. Okay, where at? I was at Ball State. Okay. Chirp, 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 chirp. Yep. And so, uh, so then I got into, uh, um, you know, I got into the service business working for the Lockhart Group there on uh, 5600 block of uh, North Keystone. Okay. That's uh, when it was the heyday there, right? Uh, yeah. That it was a good. Yeah. I'm w- I mean, a matter of fact, right now with, uh, with March Madness, one of my good service customers uh, back in that day was Clark Kellogg, who you yeah, see him, you're seeing him. him. Yeah, yeah. Love, so love to listen to Clark. Yeah, so we got to see, you know, so, but I was, uh, you know, when I was following in the footsteps, being brand new in the uh, automobile industry um, by a, a really good service manager, and um, he left. Um, I don't know, I think I was there a year and a half, two years, and he left and went to another store, big Buick store on the uh, west side of town, and um, he got there, it was a month later. As we all know in the car business, you know if you're good, if they think you're you know you're good and you're young and you have uh, potential, then they'll call you and kind of sit and make the decision whether you're going to follow them or not. 
And so I did. And then I ran the shop over there for the Stitzer for the Stitzer group for quite some time. Stitzer Buick? Yes, yes. And so he left and moved on to another big um, uh, conglomerate uh, megastore um, here in the north side of Indianapolis. And he, you know, I had the opportunity to go do that, but I just kind of wanted to, I was young, I kind of wanted to hang out. And uh, so I did. And then um, I got a phone call, and this is pre-cell phone, so I, you know how they find you, you never know. <laughs> how uh, did they find people back I, then? I'm telling you, it, 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 was, it, it was, you know, when I, you know, just thinking about it right Well, now. I'm always amazed, you know, you watch TV, and, and, and there's like a Western, right? And they track people down across oh, open right, range, right. and they know which direction they went, and they show them a, a drawing, and they're like, yeah, I've seen that person. That's kind of, <laughs> yeah, so I get this, call, so I got a call, and... Uh, um, from the Dillon Group out in Greenfield, and uh, they needed somebody that uh, that uh, that knew that knew how to handle warranty claims and things of that nature. So I went to work for them, and um, and then I was gonna after I'd been there a little while and got everything you know up to snuff on their warranty claims and everything running well for their service department. Um, I told them I said, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna you know. And they're like, what do you want to do? And I said, I don't know. They how long were you doing service? I was probably, it, I mean, I was. Was that a four or five year stint? Was that a three yeah, year stint? I what was it? It was probably about a four and a half hour stint. But okay. Then four four, and, four and years. Then, and then I went, and then I told them I was just going to leave. And uh, and they asked me, they said, why don't you go up into sales? And I said, there is, there's no, you know, no, no, I'm not going to go up into sales. Um, so, you know, and then. Um, Russ Dillon. Um, this is in Greenfield. Yes. Russ Dillon came to me and he said, George, he says, why don't you give me 90 days up on the floor? If it doesn't work out, you can work at any one of the service departments you want in, in, you know, at the time. I said, so I gave my word and I did it. I never looked back. And that was in 1985. 85. I was selling, I was selling, you know, Buick, Pontiac, Olds, GMC trucks. I was 12. In, in 1985, I was doing I was sales. 12 years old and that was the heyday. That was uh, what would that be Rocky and uh, <laughs> what what other movies were we watching then? You were watching uh, eighty five. The Porky's. Oh, Porky's <laughs> probably so. Porky's. Probably. And I remember the first car that I ever sold in my life uh, at a dealer. I mean, you know, because you'd sell it. You know, you were younger. And you'd the first car, who you sell it to? What was it? It was it was a um, it was a Dodge Daytona used. And uh, and this is and how I still remember this. I don't know why, but um, she was a um, she was the manager of a little grocery store at the marina on Brookville Lake. Of all you know, of all things, single mother, and uh, and you know you're sitting there. And it got to the point, you know, when she would, you know, she had, you know, some, you know, she had the store just like a lot of people do, and uh, just try, you know. My first deal ever, and just trying to do everything we can to put a deal together, and we did. And awesome. And, and yeah, so it was. It was a. I sold a. I sold a, a Ford NASCAR truck, um, short bed, regular cab, five speed. You know what I'm talking about? Oh Those yeah. Ford NAS truck. Oh yeah. That was my first ever sale, right off the showroom floor. Um, day one, hour one, you know. So, what about yours, Chris? What was your first car you sold? Uh, a Yukon Denali, and, th and it was the very first car, and I didn't know shit about it. So, I was like, what? Is, you know, he's like, that's the best way to learn is go out there and... Uh, Let me tell you a story about my first car I sold to Andy Moore, okay? So, um, 
this is my ja- my son Jackson will be 23. So this was 22, 22 years ago. Uh, I show up on a Saturday. I transfer over from Andy Moore Ford, where Mike North was my man. My wife was getting ready to have my wife was getting ready to have um, her second child. Our second child. So I I was living in Cicero and and working in Plainfield, and um, Mike Norris's dad died, and I went to the funeral and I met Steve Faulkner. Okay. And yep. at the at the funeral, Mike introduced me to Steve, let him know I'm the assistant used car manager at the Florida store. Blah blah blah. Um, back then, I had the title. I had the title with. I had I had no title, and you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Ma- I just did whatever Mike said. Right. <coughs> you know. So um. And then what did Steve do? He's like, Hey, uh, you live in Cicero? Why don't you come work for me in Noseville? Well, that was a, that was a years of anger between the two of them because of that. Um. And uh, anyway, I came. I show up on a Saturday, and I'm in the sales meeting, and we had we had a sales guy there named Ron King. And Ron was a really nice guy, old. And um, Steve says up in the sales meeting and says, "Hey, we had a we got a passenger van, uh, um, one of those conversion vans out front. It's old, three hundred days old, whatever. Whoever sells that car today gets a thousand dollars." That's and big money back then. Yeah, it was big money. You know, thousand dollar flat, no matter what. Bring me somebody to buy this car, right? Yep. Yeah, buy this van. So. It's lunchtime. I look outside and I see my sixth grade basketball coach, Bob Hudson, pulls onto the lot in his conversion van. (laughs) And um, I see him and I'm walking that way. Ron King gets him before me, right? So Mr. Hudson didn't know I worked there. Ron's up. And... um, he upsied, and Ron doesn't notice what van he's driving and doesn't think to ask him what he's wanting to look at. And then Mr. Hudson and I make eye contact, and then he finds out, you know, that I'm there. Oh, cool. And then Ron said, you take him. I said, no, because you're up, you know. Right. He goes, nope, it's yours. You take him. You have him. <laughs> I took that up, and, uh, of course, Mr. Hudson left in that cargo, that uh, passenger van. And um, I made a thousand bucks, and um, I had to give Ron two hundred dollars because I just felt bad. Right, right. You know, and I wanted to make friends. This was day one for me at the store, so that was uh, uh, relationships is what seems to make the car business um, be the guys that have been in it as lifers care about the most is the relationships that we've had. Yeah, we've talked about a lot on here that there's only like a very few. Uh, like top elite, you know, can just sit there and take appointments and, you know, do stuff the right way. And and George is one of those guys that's been around for ever. Always takes care of the customer. You know, whatever the customer needs, he'll take care of. He don't want you waiting at the dealership either. You know, which True. that's kind of what models. You know, we follow. You know, outside because sometimes you can't control what the what the dealership's doing. You know, I mean it's. Something's gonna happen, you know. Lose a key, waiting paperwork, whatever. But you know what? The the customer remembers that part about it. Yeah, George. So you, so in '85, you go into the sales department. You, you never go to the sales and never look back. Um, it. Where where have you worked in the city during up until you don't 
you know, in the city, some places you've worked? Well, okay, so after And tell us some stories. <laughs> okay. Tell us some stories, George, because okay. the, the 80s in Indy and the car business was, uh, an early 90s yeah. was uh, kind of the Wild West, was it not? It was. Don't yeah. you have a conversion van story, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, sh- I'm sure I do. I've, I've got all kinds of, you know, crazy stories in the business, but... Uh, so I started working there, and uh, and my general manager was uh, a legend in the business, and, and uh, Dennis McNamara, who still who still works. Great guy. And uh, so Denny kind of took me under his wing, and it was kind of interesting because here I am, and I'm talking out there in Greenfield. These guys were these guys were legends. I mean, they were older guys. You know, they were you know my age <laughs> that I am now. Back then, when I. You know, and uh, that's something I try to do. I try to look at these young kids now that are coming into the industry and, and try to give them as much guidance as I possibly can because you want. I witnessed that. You know, you know, and so and so so that's going on. And and it was interesting because, you know, I'd worked back in the back end. So I'm looking, I'm getting customers, you know, that are, you know, that have d- dealt, uh, you know, decades with some of these guys. And they but they see me and they say, well, you know, we've been dealing with him. We see him more. And. Uh, back there in service, and so that was a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then so I would, you know, and then I, I, uh, but I learned. I tried to learn, you know, pretty quick, and uh, as you, you know, because it's 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 a kind of learn on your you learn on your feet type of type of industry back then. And, and well, you just and I, 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 the first tapes I've watched, I've mentioned this many times on the podcast, is Jackie Cooper. Oh yeah. So you you lived that whole era. Oh yeah, Jackie B, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. Been there, done that. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then, uh, and then, you know, then I was there kind of rocking and rolling and, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I, g- I get a phone call and, uh, and, and cause there again from my, wa- my warranty days and stuff. And I get a phone call from a gentleman from a, a, bi- a store on the North side of Indianapolis. And he calls me and he says, Hey, I got a question about, uh, about this, uh, this truck you traded for that was still under warranty, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, um, and I, and he goes, I, th- the gentleman told me you s- that he traded for it. He said you sold it to him. I said, oh yeah. And I said, yeah, they're going to travel and blah blah blah. And he said, yeah, but he unfortunately lost his wife, and uh, so he sold the truck because they were going to travel and camp and this and that and the other. So I answered his questions and I told him. It was Steve Finner was the gentleman's name that called me. And he's there again. He's been around the business forever. And I, I said, Finny baby. I said, I thought you were calling me for a job. And he goes, no, I just wanted some information. I said, okay. And you know, we, you know in the conversation the next day he calls me back and he says are you looking for a job i said i don't know what you think man <laughs> i said you know i said I've i said so i said i said i i said my dad always traded with you guys and it, back then it was ogle tucker buick on the north side of indianapolis what's it called ogle tucker buick there's a ogle ogle tucker buick never heard of it yeah big buick store on the north side like where or it, what was it? it it was at uh it was at the 70 7400 block at north keystone okay so so, so that's what Keystone was pegging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But yeah. we were on the north side, and uh, and um, and so I, so I, so I went in there, and and basically, and there again, I mean, just the old, you know, you're in the coat and tie, you know, every, you know, every, you're in the coat and tie, and to literally get into the store, you would somebody had to die, and that's what, ha- and unfortunately, that's what. There's happened. a lot of stores that were like that. You know, you that Lockhart Cadillac store on oh. north on north. Um, would that be Meridian? Oh, that was Tutwiler Cat. Tutwiler, remember that was built like all by itself. It was oh like yeah. the first one out there. Right, right. And, and and I only know that just from 
growing up realizing that that was the first thing out there. Right. No one told me. Right. But that place was like Fort Knox. Right. Right. And one of, and then one of the other, you know, I mean, so I so I go to so I go to work over at Ovo Tucker and and uh, and uh, they had just built, you know, they had built the big Buick store and and uh, they were they were, you know, and, and that was kind of that was like, you know, that was as north as you possibly were back then when these guys started. And um, so, um, but that so I went there and I was strictly in the used car department. So I did um, nine and a half years there before the the before the. Uh, uh, Mr. Ogle passed away, and Mr. Tucker decided to sell the business, and so he sold the business. And um, is that when it became Stitzer? Uh, no, Stitzer Buick was on the west side, okay. and so that was so. Then it became Eric Dickerson Buick. Eric, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Um, so, and then um, as so in the Colts? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. It was the right time. Yeah. Right, it was. It was, <laughs> it was the right time, um, and. Uh, but there again, you know, with you know ownership change and a lot of stuff, and and that's what happens in the car business is people get shuffled around. But a lot of it. But there again, I'm the type of guy that I like to, you know, I like to main, maintain um, and stay at a store, and uh, you know, because you do as the best you can. And at that point, uh, the general manager from um, Palmer Dodge Store up on um, 96 and Pisco, had you know was uh, had become a friend of mine through some acquaintances, and he had always told me that there was an open door anytime I wanted to come up there. And uh, so I uh, so I gave him a call, and uh, he and he said, "Yeah, come up." And I so they sent a, they sent a, you know my new demo to me, and and I uh, went up there. And a year about after working there, I took over their um, their business link department, which is basically um, business to business sales, you know, just sure. kind of outside sales. And so uh, um, I did that and uh, built a lot of relationships between some of the larger businesses in town, and helped a lot of guys um, start their businesses. You know that had you know dying fleets of uh, cargo vans and you know getting in the credit line and talking to the w- lenders and try to get the and that type of thing and that was fun and it's very it's very rewarding um, to you know to look back and and I can see you know I can see you know these businesses that are still thriving in uh, you know in Indianapolis today that I sold them some of their first cargo vans and so yeah. it, that's kind of it was always fun to do that and then uh, the Palmer Group uh, went away and uh, I'm I'm currently out on. Way out on the west side, so that's kind of my uh, my story. But yeah, it's 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 been a it's been a great run, you know, and it's a yeah, it's an interesting business. But um, but um, I see it's ever changing. It's ever it, the business is ever changing. So well, with what we're doing here, um, it's a good break for you know we're sponsored by Car Store, and um, and what's funny, what's what's cool is you know that. That you've been in the business mm-hmm. so long, and um, the short time you've known Chris and I, and the conversations we've had, um, that it's it resonates that what we see a, a guy that's been doing it as long as you um, sees a need for it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, just just having a, um, you know, what I would I would you know breaking it down and just calling it a concierge service, um, regardless of what aspect of life, you know, you're looking at, I mean, when you, when you, when you reach the point where you can, you know, use a concierge, you know, I mean, at your big resorts and hotels and things like that, I mean, that's, you know, when you, when you can pick up the phone and call the concierge desk and say, hey, this is what I need, 
me and my family need to, you know, we need to do this. We need to have a car pick us up because we're going to the Broadway show. And, and those people, like you two, are relentless, and they get it done to make that customer happy in a, in a, in a pleasurable experience. And well, that's basically what it's all about. Well, it is because the whole, the whole concept is built off of the relationship platform. And what's good is CarSnoop has that relationship um, with the dealership that we respect what they do. They do the paperwork correctly. Um, they get the cars ready. Um, we work with only the best dealerships. Uh, we want dealerships that are already doing it right. Um, and then all we're doing is we're delivering them a customer that they weren't ever going to get because these people have anxiety. Uh, they, don't ha they don't want uh, to have to go through the, that process, and they're looking for an alternative. You know? And um, it's working. And when we automate it even more to where you're going to be able to build exactly the car you want, send it out, and then have dealerships respond to you, and then you're going to have CarSnoop on the backside that you can ask questions to um, and have the vehicle brought right to your doorstep. Um, or you show up at the dealership for delivery, but yeah, all, all your paperwork are, is prepared and all your uh, questions and answers are done. Right, Chris? And if there's, there's anybody that knows about the concierge, it is Georgie. <laughs> Let me tell you, he's being modest with some of these stories because we would sit on the bench and he would just, uh, I could sit here and listen to him all day. But, you know, he, he's right. The concierge part of it, you know, when you can call and, and uh, say, hey, I want tickets to a game or, you know, I want to get to a show that you can't get sold. Um, uh, George is wearing a, a Lock It Up 317 t-shirt. <laughs> well, I know what that is. What, what is that? Well, well back, way back when, when uh, the, the state of Indiana was going to pass, pass, uh, um, pass legislation for uh, sports gambling, <laughs> And Indiana was one of the first uh, states, you know, but Nevada had it, and, and we were going to go live with it. And um, and there again, in the industry that we're in, we always like to, whether we're pitching quarters on the lot, waiting for the next up, as, <laughs> as Cole talked about, um, trying to bet, and, you know, and if you're the closest one, you get the, you know, you get the four other guys' quarters. I mean, that's the type, but that's what, you know, unfortunately, that's, the, the, you know, the mold that we come out of. And so becoming, you know, so sports gambling, um, you know, it's kind of something that uh, that I that I always enjoyed, uh, but you had to go out to Nevada to, to really to really do it or do it uh, illegally. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. Which was hap what hap was happened. Mm -hmm. oh, there was cards. a lot of that. There's a lot of cards. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of that. Um, yeah. And so so that so that basically um, um, with Lock It Up three one seven we we felt the need there again going back to like a concept because we just wanted to be informative. Um, to to the people that, w you know, they're kind of the, what we would call the novice better because they really have never been to Vegas. They hadn't been around there. They don't know the terminology um, of sports gambling. A lot of them have been to, you know, horse tracks and stuff, and they know how to say, oh, you know, you know win, play, show bets and stuff, but they didn't know the, you know, the terminology of, sure. of gambling, the open, the over-unders and things like that. So that's what we tried to do with Lock It Up 317. And then we've got, you know, so we just like any other service, like the concierge service, we're gonna, you know, try to take the fear out of, 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 you know, of going in and, you know, of gambling and things like that. And if we can assist the the client in, in you know, on stuff, then then we, we do. And that's that's really what it is is t is taking the fear out of 
of anything that makes somebody feel well, so How do we get sponsored by Lock It Up 317 <laughs> or DraftKings? Hey, I'm telling you, or I, me and George would put some nukes together. I mean, <laughs> if we weren't selling a car, we were putting the biggest parlays that you could ever see. Right. Well, let's do this real quick, Chris. We got the Wheel of Destiny that Chris likes to call it. Yep. Um, and on the Wheel of Destiny, George, we, we would technically have yours that you just brought us, which was a nice bottle of uh, Bailey's. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it is St. Patrick's and Day. Yeah, so we're enjoying it here in studio. In studio. But, um, hey, hey, the weather looks like it's clearing. The clouds, I think we're making a little sunshine here. Yeah, it's still <laughs> it's very, Yeah, it's, I see a little bit out there. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to spin the wheel. And then where it falls is where we have to uh, take a shot. And um, let's do it. Are you taking a shot this time? I, I don't know. Depends on where it falls. <laughs> it usually ends up just being. <laughs> no, I've taken it every time. It's just our guests the last two times have not. Okay. Oh, well. And that's a true statement. No, not the last. Uh, yeah, I took it last time. Uh, Sean. I didn't do the fireball, the random fireball that you guys did. I did the spin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Spin yeah. away. <laughs> fireball. <laughs> 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 Are you okay with that? I'm gonna not only okay. I'm gonna insist on it. <laughs> there we go. You know, I mean, when in Rome, do as the Romans. Yeah. So, uh, George, um, can you can you give us a little uh, story? Give us something. Uh, give us something. You're like you're not gonna fucking believe this. Um, I'm trying to think of. Um, let me think off the cuff of one. You know, I mean. I, you know, well, I, I'm a, I'll start with this, and then I'll, uh, let me try to double back and and, uh, and 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 figure out a story that I'll tell. But there again, being in the uh, in in the car business and uh, and just and you know and trying to help people and and, and, and meet and, and grow and you know grow your your business. What always I always enjoyed is um, one time my family and I were up, we were up in Michigan. We've been up at Mackinac Island, and we're on the way back, and. Uh, my wife looks at me and says, "That that that truck is honking at us." And I look over and it's it, it, you know, and I'm five hours away from Indianapolis, and and it's one of my customers honking, trying to get my attention, you know, waving at me. And I said, "Oh, it's so and so." That always, and you know, I've been in Vegas, and, and the elevator doors are open, and I'll run into one of my customers, and or it's a, it. Uh, um, the, these aren't the stories we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't the stories we're looking for, George. Well, I, mean, um, I mean, I've got you know. I mean, I've been out of NADA in Las Vegas, Nevada. We just went. That was great. Um, Wait a minute, let's do this. Thanks for coming, George. We were toasting. Sure, let's do it. Patty's Day and a, a prosperous uh, college Sunday. Oh, I'm. You know, I mean. Who are you uh, taking now? To win the win the, the um, tournament. I. Uh, and in my, br I'm going to stay firm on my bracket. I mean, I did, you know, obviously just like everybody else yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, is, um, you know, with the with Arizona going down and, and things like that. So I went uh, straight homer. I got Purdue and IU in the final game with the Hoosiers <laughs> winning. I, I, I mean, who cares? Who cares what you put on those stupid <laughs> things? Just go with what you hope it is. I I, I went with <laughs> I went with UConn. Um, I think I think I think I really like to watch um, Xavier. I, I think they're um, I think they're t they're going to be tough. I don't know if they're going to they're not going to make the final. But right now I've got Chris. I've got UConn uh, to try to win it all. You know, listen, I am scared of Iona because it's 
you know, they they can maybe do something. You guys, the best thing about this is right now is it don't matter who you are or what you're doing in your line of work or whatever. Right. You. That's this is all anybody talks about. Right. And I I was doing my bracket and I found myself all day yesterday betting the opposite way that I had the bracket. <laughs> you know, I was like, what am I doing? But uh, it turned out okay for the first day, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, and. Th- you know that's what it's all about, and, and you're 100 percent correct. I mean, I don't care. I don't care if you're if you're working the meat counter at at Meyer, you know, your buddy that's working side by side with you. You're talking about the bracket. Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally grown into a, just a giant uh, thing. That, and what's you know, funny is it, it, when you're at a dealership and you're getting people involved in the bracket and whatnot, the 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 people who care nothing about <laughs> the games or the teams or anything, right? So we had a, an office lady um, one time um, win it all, right? At Andy yeah, Moore, and you yeah. know, and you know how she won it all. You know what her her strategy was? She would say, "Oral Roberts, what are they? You know, are they owls? What are they? <laughs> Oral Roberts? I can't. I, 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 are they owls? I don't know. They're out right now. Are they owls? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. So Auburn, what are they? Tigers. Yeah. Okay. Um, and who are the? They're the they're the Wyoming Cowboys. Oh, I like Cowboys, so no Tigers. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then that's how she picked everything. You know, I li- I don't like Pelicans, right, or whatever. She right. picked everything by the mascot and uh, won the whole damn thing. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's because you you take your human element of your your mind and your heart. Right. You know, somebody that don't give a shit about it just is there strictly shooting for the hit. Everybody is. What do you mean? Someone don't know anything about it. Well, we try to know. You don't know anything about it. You know nothing about it. Oh, yeah. The whole country knows nothing about it. Less than like like 0.05% have a perfect. I think you can know, you can be educated on on players, how they're playing. I get it. But But the ball bounces funny. That's the thing. It definitely (laughs) It's scripted. It's a script. It's uh, it is. It's it, but this is this is one of my most favorite times of the year because we've got Same. the whole country kind of comes together. Uh, yeah, uh, kumbaya. And I think you know, and I think we need Come that together, after what, you know. I mean, the whole. I mean, what we just went through, you know, was absolutely phenomenal. You know, saying that you know, and um, what did we go through? Uh, well, we <laughs> I, I call them the COVID years. Oh, <laughs> the Rona. Yeah. So yeah, and so, and and getting, and th- but there again, but. You know, if we reflect and we look, we look at you know what it did. In in a nutshell, so more people will literally get online, and I mean, people stopped going to the grocery store because they could get online on their on your phone or your your laptop or their home computer and just start clicking. Hey, I went ahead of lettuce. I want this, that, and the other. And within two three hours, it's it's you know somebody's ringing their front door and it's there. And yeah. so so the entire world has come to value their time more right. and they're and they're ordering stuff and getting on and shopping and you know kind of like the service that Carthrop has because they're taking they're taking that they're not saying hey I can get my groceries delivered to me I can pick up a, I can pick up and click on something on Amazon I can go shop for a car we had a guy walk in here um, a couple of days ago paid actor yeah <laughs> you know and it was I just went it was one of those moments that I wish I had a camera running um, that's the reason why we are building what we're doing. And the conversation we had with this random stranger who saw our billboard, um, who stopped in, asked us questions, and um, 
totally was like, where have you guys been all along my life? You know, it was one of those moments. And um, there's in a in and out in 10 minutes. That's he had, we, we had all the information. We knew exactly what he was trying to accomplish. Um, the responses he's going to get from us um, are going to be make your decision yes or no. I mean, right, and and he's gonna and he's happy to to um, do it this way. He he wants to do it this way, and he's willing to pay for it. You know, so uh, you know, I, it's hard for me to say it. Um, you know, because I'm I've been a salesman um, at heart for so long. I've been in the business doing management and stuff too. But I'm a salesman, and um, I, I'm I I know um, that. The salesmen that we all grew up with, that we all learned from, that we all, who are still in the business, which means if you think about the thousands of people you've worked with, I've worked with thousands because I worked at big stores. Right. 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 And I'm talking every department. I'm talking all the turnover. I mean, we're getting five new salespeople every Monday morning. Right. Um, You know, so all of those people, we're still here. Right. Right. But there, there's not very many of us coming behind us. I, I I've been in and out of the stores. Okay. Right. The 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 percentage of salespeople on the staff. You think about Chris. How many of the guys that we were that are managers, yeah. that are manage at one sales staff that we were a part of, more than half are doing major things in the car business. Right. Now you would go to that same store and there'd be none, right? Right, and and it's not the it's the process's fault. It's the manufacturer's fault. It's the information that's out there for consumers to get that they don't have to get from a salesperson anymore. Okay, more than more more times than not, the buyer is more educated on the project on the pr- on the um, vehicle that they want to purchase. Than the person they're talking to about it, right? Because the first person is the BDC, and we all know what that means, right? It, th- we, we do in the industry. Well, let me tell you something. Well, we're all, everybody listening is in the industry, and I'm a, you know, a monitored BDC is complete bullshit, you know. And um, mo- mo- I've not seen a BDC that I didn't think that you could bypass it, okay? So um, it's a the salesperson as we know it is going away, and um, the order taking mentality is coming, and they're going to pinpoint sell cars on something, if not Amazon. It's going to happen, okay? Well, it's I mean it's uh, it's already there. I mean um, it's not on Amazon. You know what I'm well saying I though? Know, but I, I mean the test the Tesla model. It, it works. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 proven it. Um, so I mean, we've seen a you know, there, there's been a lot of um, you know people come and try to try the uh, you know the stuff that uh, you know the different ways of how to present it. And um, but so it's a it's a fun industry. I think I think the car business in the future. I'd like to put put my uh, my words out there so I can say, see, I told you this. I learned this. <laughs> um, I think the car car business of the future of course is a lot less dealership points it's going they're going to drastically reduce the numbers of dealership points okay because you're going to have through the dealership 
drop ship. It's literally going to be coming from Andy Moore. It's never going to land on Andy Moore's lot. Okay, it's going to come right to your house. Um, your delivery will be comp- completely virtual. You're going to put on QR headsets, and you're going to do your complete walk around and delivery with somebody who's not there next to you, but it's going to feel like they're there next to you. You're going to be able to interact with that, ask questions, and do your complete walk around virtually and not even not be inside your car. Now, you could be in your car if you wanted to be, right? And right. Then, then you're touching the things that you're in, but, but still, it's completely virtual. They're going to skip the salesperson, okay? And then service departments, they're going to have regional. So think of it this way. You're not going to have like, – how many freaking Chevy service departments do we have? A lot. Oh, yeah, in Indianapolis. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You have one great big centralized service hub. Right. And you have – because you have less dealers, you have service share amongst the dealers, okay? They're right. going to share on the profits of that. And it's going to be more streamlined in your scheduling and your you even like loaner cars being dropped off and yours is being picked up and go into the region, right? Right. It goes into the factory line. I'm telling you, that's that you can picture it yeah, because you're already seeing it oh yeah. from Stellinus, right? All the stuff you're yeah. doing with yeah. Chrysler. And the manufacturers want to bypass – they want to be able to go straight to consumer. There, there's multiple states that are going through right now legal action over it because they, they love the Tesla model. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's – it's, it, you know, it is. It's a, it's, uh, but I won't, I won't disagree that – I mean, we're ever-changing um, a, a lot, but um, – I mean, there's still the, the you know the old the old people that like, you know or some people that will just that want to come in to the deal and and, uh, and the relationships that salespeople build they'll still come in, um, and uh, you know and and, and 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 buy because that's just part of the process that's what, the way they were trained as a dealer. Right, and, and you get that, and and we get it, but I I'm afraid it's the the younger uh, generation that oh. you know that don't oh, yeah. because they're it's they're all about the texting they're all about oh, the yeah. emailing. But oh. they don't want to sit there and talk to a guy, you know. I mean, oh, no. Oh, no. so that that's kind of where we're, because we uh, car Steve definitely keep the that part of it uh, alive and well. Because I feel better again if I'm talking to somebody that knows what they're talking about, oh, and, it, and it's going to make it easier. So, but I, I don't think the younger generation that have been put in the the past couple of years put in a sales position, making more money than they've ever made in their lives, and they've had it just handed to them because they're just here it is. It is what it is. Now, when it goes back to selling, do you think any of those people remember? Probably. I mean, maybe, maybe not. There's good. There's, but I guarantee, if I knew I was going to get a charger, or a brand new charger, I'm going to talk to George Lavis. That that's who would pop in my head. And you know, people nowadays they don't, unless you really um, earn their trust, they don't they don't care where they get the car. I mean, unless it's you. Personally, they don't care about the dealership; they care about you as as their guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, absolutely. Well, hey, um, I want to say uh, thanks for coming in. Hey, not a problem. You know, and I'm gonna. Sure. Hit, 
No, appreciate it. I know you're on the, the schedule for the games because it's really about to kick off right now. Hey, I so understand. It, it's been We're going to go off the air, and we're going to talk about our, our next nuke today. Okay. I, I, is, I is, is, is nuke some kind of code word? For it's no, no. It's, it's, it, it just, it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's, 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 it's. It's just a, a big nuke. ass parlay. It's, it's, it's a, a big ass parlay. It's, 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 Something it's huge. It's nuclear. It's huge. Is that stone cold lead pipe lock? Yes. Very, very much. Lock it in. Do you want to share it, it real quick before we go? No. Um, I, uh, easy. I, easy. Let me. I, I think I have some notes here. I, I, when I, I wrote on my napkin this morning, like when I was having breakfast. Do you think Kent State's going to upset IU? No. 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 I don't like the time of the game starting. Um, yeah, uh, the first game we got today not is, is the uh, USC Michigan State. I mean, Michigan State wins that game. Yeah, I'm I, leaning I, USC. I, I, Michigan State wins that game. Um, you know we've got we've got USC getting ready to come into the Big Ten, so they want to make a statement. They, you know, but um, and you got Michigan State letting them wanting to tell them, don't think you're going to come in here and do something. And I take Tom Izzo all day long. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. I know, and we Call all love, him. We love don't come in here. Don't come. Don't think you're going to come in and compete right off the bat, boys. I but Izzy's been around, and we, and, you know, here in the Midwest, we absolutely love him. But you know, I mean, there again, it's just you know, the the things that I like to do is so we got USC. You know, come traveling, and they're used to that West Coast time. Yeah, and they're and they're traveling and they're kicking. So what time's that game? That's at noon. So yeah. that's so they're playing at like nine o'clock in the morning. Right, right. So it's not. <laughs> so it's basically like you know it, to them it's going <laughs> to yeah. feel like it's nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And and, and there again, getting back to these guys are young guys. I mean, and that's the one thing that we've got. In in you know you've got a lot of freshmen playing and things like that. So I mean, it, it's it's a great time of the year. To, you know, Michigan State with the smackdown. I mean, I'm saying USC. Uh, oh, I, I, what I, else you got? Plus I, I, I love Michigan State. I love I Xavier uh, minus twelve and a half. I think mm -hmm. you know. I think I think Xavier's a good play there. Um, I you know there again getting back to the, the story Cole uh, told earlier about the uh, the gal at the dealership. I mean, to me when I think of Baylor, I think of the Bears, and I'm thinking that big bear baby. <laughs> yeah. I, so I love the I love I love the Baylor Bears. Yeah. So, so we're gonna you know so I think that, that's but. What about Purdue? Do they cover twenty two and a half? Oh, um, that is huge. A huge it, line. Twenty two it, and a half. It's absolutely huge. And I thought I was, you know, I thought I was the king of the hill yesterday, <laughs> trying to play the, what we call the up and down, mm -hmm. the over and under. Oh yeah. And uh, and it, you know, it didn't work out as well as I would have thought. But you all know, the other ones, what did they win by? Um, I mean, I I think your lines on the ones are, you know, I I I mean, it's a it's a did big. Houston win by twenty two? I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You, they came back and won by twenty yeah, over. Right, Kansas. Right. They did, came did, back. Did Kansas come back and win by twenty two? Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't really twenty. It was. Did Alabama? Five. Alabama won by more than oh, twenty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So there. So does that play into? I, I'm not yeah, a gambler. It it I have. Does. I haven't set. A, I haven't set. I haven't placed a bet in probably five years. I don't bet. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. So my, my thing is though is that if I was betting this situation, right, those are the types of things that pop into my right. mind. Right, yes. right, right. It, 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 and that's very good because it in this time of year you have to more than anything is forget what you seen yesterday. So does those three games mean that the committee got it right? Right on a one sixteen game at the end of the game. Matt I think it's so close now with the nil stuff that even fifteen seeds aren't really. 
like they're ranked. I mean, they're going to be a 15 seed, but they're really not. They play play better than if, they are. If we started talking nil, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole different show. We'll have show. we'll have to have you back for yeah, that. For and, that and, one. and I'm telling you, you know, and for, you know, for the listening audience and everything, I mean, nil stuff is just it's 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 absolutely insane on what these these coaches. Well, I just saw this commercial last night with a. These two kids, I'm assuming right. that were from right. Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right. I don't know who they are. Yeah. But on, those were two players, right? Unlike on, on a, like a major. An I, AT&T in, commercial. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you're right? on yeah. there. Yes. Right. Yeah. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. So that's what I thought, and yeah. I don't follow yeah. the NILs bullshit either. Yeah. But I know it's going to ruin sports. I I I I won't disagree. I mean, <laughs> and, uh, and and. It's a toss-up because yeah. they did it before. Yeah, I mean, they've I mean, done it. They've done nil before. Is it's called nil, and it was just the big. It schools. was just illegal. Yeah, and the big schools were the only ones that could get away with it. Your Michigans and your yeah. Yeah, Alabama and yeah, and then you know when you know we got you know we got you know I mean yeah that's a whole different story unless you guys want to just keep going. <laughs> and talk about no, it. we can talk about it. I don't care if we keep going. Okay. I mean, uh, uh, we could. Yeah. Hey, uh, the w- welcome to the uh, pause segment of uh, yeah, the second so part two of uh, going into cart uh, po- of the podcast. So basically, in a nutshell, for the listening audience, if you're not familiar with the t- these terms that we're you know when we see, we I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna post this episode today. I'm so I'm, you're going to skip somebody that was supposed to go today. We're because this is St. Patrick's yeah. Day and yeah. it's live and the tournament and, and the tournament's and going I'm on. I'm telling you what, the sun is out. Yes, it's, yeah, it's going to shine today. Um, but NI, the NIL is is basically a, just a, uh, a rule that they came out with where um, um, that these these players, um, athlete, young uh, collegiate athletes, can basically sign um, in the schools is has money so they basically can go into the home sitting on a couch with mom and dad or single mom or da- single dad or whatever as you find in a lot of these college athletes um and they can basically present them and saying hey you know junior here we we really wanted to come play for you know xyz university and uh, and they said well you know and, and mom's sitting there you know wanting to know what, what type of education of course you know because I, I i i've been around a lot of this stuff in my life and, and, and so she's worried about the education that, you know, her son's going to get. But now, nowadays, because the world's ever-changing, and even like we've talked about in the automobile industry, it's, you know, it's, it's changed. And, uh, and so basically, th- so they basically in saying, you know, we, hey, we really want Junior to come, and by the way, um, we've got some NIL money. We can get him a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And, and then mom's eyes light up, and she says, she never thinks. Of, she never <laughs> thinks another second about the education she no. wants her son to get. Yeah. So um, can't can, we? Can, technically, we could sponsor somebody. Some car. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Car, and car dealerships do. I mean, oh, yeah. you see them driving new Cadillacs. I mean, a lot. That's what a lot of those guys get is car dealerships. Well, yeah. Well, th- yeah. There's. There's. Yes. I mean, but they're going into every industry and aspect. But but and um, and then there again, I mean. Um, I'm not a I'm not a big advocate or fan of the NIL money, and I'll just I'll just take another you know s- some somebody else Dave Portnay that, that started Barstool Sports, and uh, he, he which he just sold but uh, so he, he sold it yeah he sold it so so uh, Penn National which is a big sports conglomerate uh, bought him out so so basically in a nutshell he started out because he was a sports guy yep. yeah yeah he, uh, he was making a, a handout newspaper right exactly with money lines in it right right, right. daily yes. And so, and he and, um, and he's a big horse racing aficionado, and um, so basically, in a nutshell, so David, when it first came out, he just really was writing twenty five hundred dollar checks as his minimum, 
could he could he thwart that? You know, because he's athletic. You know, as part of you know nil money, but he was throwing them around like left and right. So, yeah. you, so you you can get you know a kid you know and he he gets some money, but there that's why I disagree. So you've got an entity that's, you know, that's a hub for sports gambling, and you're giving money to somebody, and it's it's never really black and white disclosed no. where you can't go in and look and saying how much nil money are these kids actually no, getting? No, they'll they'll give you a, a solid double like the. the uh, it, it's even girls too in the softball. The pitchers. Oh yeah. The the Alabama girl. She got like one point five million for. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. So, and I've seen some of these uh, these TikToks and stuff of these college athletes, these female college athletes, and then you look them up, and yeah, they're making like crazy money um, from followers, and they would never gonna. They're gonna go the if they're if they're the elite of the elite in softball, they're gonna go to the Olympics. Yes. Right. Right. And, and then what? You know. And so what? If you know, what I'm saying though. Right. I feel the same way about about girls basketball. I'm like, you're really good. Right. But. Right. Well, even in the men's sports, it's one percent. I mean, that's, yeah. You're not, after college, you're really not. You're not going anywhere. You have a different job. Yeah. Right. But going to play. Is um, a co- or as a high school athlete and going to um, to um, advance yourself into what uh, what I would call a D one school, regardless of what you want. I don't care what school you're looking at. It's entirely tough. It's a tough program. Yeah. Because academically, um, you know, you got to maintain you got to maintain your grades. And I'll just throw this out there. So Princeton, let's just say Princeton. And I made the comments the other day. Whoever they're playing, I said, you know. GPA wise, Princeton blows everybody mm-hmm. away, and we've sh- they've shown what they do. Yeah, they, they play old school too. I know, they and they're the just they school. always have given. Um, they've done they, their old coach was named Raleigh or something, wasn't he? Princeton's old. Like, remember the remember when they started doing the, um, like picking the, the the whole the whole premise of their, um, offense has always fared well in the tournament of 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 how they play of making it tough on. Larger teams, right, right, right. I mean, and and you know, I mean, there's been some great coaches um, uh, that the NCAA have changed the rules in basketball. We get back to uh, like Dean Smith when he used to run the uh, four uh, the four corner, and they would just stall. They would just literally stall because there was not a shot clock. And I remember the days when there was there was not a three point line. Now these guys, these guys are shooting. <laughs> they get over half court yeah. shooting. Them you know, I was talking to my stepson last night about basketball and like evolution of it. Right, think about. Because there, there was a thirty for thirty out where some gra- some kid that graduated from the University of Kansas wanted to get the original um, rules of basketball written by Dr. Naismith on some paper that somebody else had that was going up for auction. So he wanted to get those documents back to the University of Kansas. So he set up this whole. Um, I saw the end of the 30 for 30, but it was extremely interesting. And they thought they'd be able to get it for a million. And I want to say it was end up, end up being like $4 million or something wow. that they had to pay to get it. And they're, and they're building, or they have since built, because I don't remember, I don't know if it was a rerun 30 for 30 or not, a whole wing on the arena to house the original rules of basketball in a display. Really? Um, but my point was, in the conversation with him was imagine basketball starting and then 
slowly, I mean, so University of Kansas, how many teams did they have to play initially? None. They had to create two teams to play each other. Right. Right. And then you had to convince other universities and schools and whatnot. And like, so as it took off, right, every year you'd come back, let's say, 20 years after it started or whatever. Tournaments begin. Okay. Think about there's no social media. There's no video. There's no scouting. Right. 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 And so every game is brand new of seeing something happened happen that's never happened before right i mean think about the dribbling right the shooting style you know the passing you know the rebound everything about it you'd come in like next year you'd come to the big Ten tournament and you'd be like did you see that behind the basket (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen that before (laughs) you know what i mean so you watch you watch the i always think about that evolution of sport what it must have been like back when no one could see highlights of anybody doing anything. Well, right. the, le- the legal gambling thing, it just it blew the lid off of all sports as we know it now. I mean, it's what they s- just on the tournament, it's a $25 billion. Well, I'm assuming these, these that rankings. that's where the announcement came out today that um, the, the U.S. women's soccer team's pool or whatever, or the, or the World Cup pool, it was $30 million for the women previously. It's now $150 million. Yeah. Right, so right. that has to be coming from somewhere because it's not coming from viewership. No, well, they went to court for that whole thing. They, they, uh, they, that Megan, that blonde-headed chick. That's that's right. that's who led that through. Uh, but that money is, I'm assuming, is coming from gambling. Because uh, because I, 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 I know lots of. My gambling friends, they're absolutely gambling on women's <laughs> soccer. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the, only, that's the only thing, that the reason why you would even be involved with it. You're not going to watch it. But you I just remember gonna gamble. I bet on it. Um, uh, <laughs> you know I'm right. A game of cricket. Oh, I did too. And my very first time, and I was like, sweet, there's cricket going on. Cricket. And I was like, <laughs> damn, what? What is going on? Two and a half days later. Yeah, two and a half days later is over. I, oh, I mean, yeah. what other sport do you play for days? Baseball. I know. And I'm a, I'm a degenerate, so I want the instant. I'm, I'm betting on the last four minutes of the for the points. I mean, I, I want the <laughs> action. I'm two days waiting on this. So, wait a minute. Though. The game, like, it gets so long, they pause and come back? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. multiple days. Yeah, yeah. What's well, because the back game. in the day, they had to travel long ways and just kept it up. You know, yeah, I've, they I've made everything they a tournament. Well, they got camels. That's where they. Yeah, I've literally, I've literally seen a cricket match before in Southern California one time oh. in my life, and I'm t- way back. You know, talking about degenerates. Um, I've I've been to uh, you know way back. You know, when I've been down to Miami when I was real young, and we were you know we were betting high line when those guys were just that was that's an interesting sport that's kind of died off. They, I, I think they still have some. Is that, that the stuff. things with the scoopers? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and that's it, that's it, how fast is that ball going? Couple oh, hundred oh, miles oh, an hour. Oh, it's yeah. moving. It is absolutely moving, and it's fun. Do they wear helmets? I think they may, they kind of wear. I think it's more of a cap type of thing. Yeah. I don't think it's a helmet. Yeah. Because I'm assuming that ball is like hard. Right. Isn't it, isn't okay. it like hard? I'm yeah. telling you. Th- yeah. I'm, but I'm sure some of those guys are getting hit by it. But yeah, it's it is. But um, they're extremely skilled athletes. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, but you know, we could sit here and talk sports and stuff all day. Well, but I am going to have to go because uh, we're going to time out. I understand. So um, thanks for coming, George. The hey, no problem. I'm Chris, Cole. Thanks I'm for Cole. Thank you. Say hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. And um, this has uh, been an episode of Carjacks, and we're going to put it out today because it is St. Patrick's Day and the, and the games are going on. Happy St. So Patty Day. Happy St. Patrick's. Good luck to you. Good Thanks luck for coming, to you, sir. Thank you.